0: All right, EP number 58. Welcome to the Macrofab Engineering Podcast. We are your guests, Patrick Renner and Kelly O'Brien.
1: And we're your hosts, Parker Dillman. And Stephen Craig. So this is episode number 58. Um, I would like to thank our listeners. Uh, we haven't had an episode where we've been able to address our listeners for a while since we've had so many guests in a row. Yeah. Um, but we are reading all your emails, and we'll hopefully get to you all shortly.
2: Yeah, yeah, we've we've gotten a handful of uh of questions and requests and things, so we'll we'll get back to you guys uh really soon. Yeah.
1: And so yeah, our guests this week are Patrick Renner and Kelly O'Brien. Um they are part of the Flying Carpet uh was it Creative, right? Yep. Yep. Uh they're nodding their heads for those that can't <laughs> you see, can see at them home. on radio, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's uh flying carpet creative dot com, right?
3: Yeah, as that's far correct. as I know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's a basically it's a public sculpture. Group dedicated to dynamic
0: placemaking. 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 Yeah, no, this sounds pretty the, legit. Right? This is verbatim yeah. from your website. We, <laughs> we went to hear about.
2: We've done that with a couple guests. It's just like, uh, in fact, our last guest, we just grabbed his title from Twitter and just read that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: Did you retweet any of his uh, his tweets?
2: I we probably have. He, I think he actually retweeted a handful of our stuff. Nice. Um, so can you guys tell us a little bit about Flying Carpet and what you guys do there? Sure. Uh, well. yeah, print the
3: website pretty much sums it up. Actually, so. <laughs>
2: just so just, just so guide every just one, go one go of the
3: websites. You can go to Google yeah. Chrome or Firefox. <laughs> <laughs> Double click and yeah. type in. There you go. Let me Google <laughs> that for you. No, uh, so we do. I guess we're still we're pretty new at what well, we've been doing. What we do individually for, probably since we were able to make things. I Great. guess that's what we are. And so, Patrick and I approach making things um from different points of view but in the end we sort of collaborate to do kind of what you talked about and sort of join together in um in trying to make large scale at this point public art but really what we're concerned about is making beautiful cool things that come directly from our brain and figuring out all the challenges and all the sort of aspects of trying to like figure that out and so you know we basically figure out how to make creative projects and implement them
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, as an artist working with an engineer, um, it's a really golden opportunity because obviously all the time artists think of things that are crazy, but then they can't realize them. And so, and then I think likewise, Kelly, you know, the nice thing for him perhaps is to like apply his vast knowledge of engineering in a way that's more creative. So we get to both kind of like step into the other world of, you know, where the, where the person is trained from that we're working with. And, um, Yeah, we just get to, like, go nuts and do crazy stuff and occasionally get paid to do it.
1: Yeah, (laughs) That's always the best. That's the end goal. Yeah, Yeah, that's the hope, right? right. Um, So let's let's dial the knob back, I guess, a bit. And y'all want to, y'all's backgrounds and who y'all are uh, personally, I guess.
0: Okay, sure. So this is Patrick speaking again, the more monotone of the two. Um, And the better looking on on radio. Um, So I have an art background. Um, You know, I've been interested in art since I was in high school and knew that I wanted to pursue that. And then uh, kind of through a a variety of things, like a a Plinko situation, you know, bouncing off of one thing. And then the other, I kind of eventually um, started looking at uh, public art as an opportunity to engage with people beyond just the gallery situation. And so, um, so anyway, yeah, I guess I, I, I'm from Houston and then I went away for school and came back and I've found that this has been like a really fertile um, city to work inside of, you know, due to all the different industries that are here that are kind of overlapping and touching on one another. And through, you know, through, <clears throat> through like a, some art opportunities, uh, i've met many people among them was kelly um so i don't know you want to take up there and tell your own story because i, 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 I got a little question so you said you just you
1: wanted to be an artist was that like just one day it just popped in your brain or was there a mentor or a class you took at in, in
0: school or well i guess you know i it would be appropriate to credit my parents because both of them actually have art degrees although they have not Chosen to pursue that, given that they're more practical in nature, (laughs) you know. (laughs) So my dad went more the education route, and then my mom actually. So maybe there, I realize now that there may be some sort of familiarity with this idea of like what a crossover looks like. My mom has actually been in kind of the data aspect of the of the uh, oil field for a long time. So there's this idea of like, you know, what does what does a creative mind look like when applied to like maybe more of a rigorous and less. Willy nilly, kind of a pursuit. So, <clears throat> my mom, but, but
2: but she sings in the symphony, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, she's not. Neither of them are without creative outlets. They definitely are both very creative in their ways. And yeah, Steve, you you of course know my parents, and I'm glad you brought that up. My mom's actually going on 20 years singing the Houston Symphony, and she's a badass. So, <laughs> I appreciate that. My dad does all kinds of creative stuff. So, anyway, they they encouraged me a lot, and it they didn't push me to do it, but they gave me lots of opportunities to see art and talk to creative people, you know, step into people's studios and really get a sense for what that was like. And it just felt like a natural outgrowth of, of what my childhood looked like. So. And Kelly. Yeah. So, um, I guess
3: I'm, I grew up in Minnesota, um, way up North, far from where we are right now in Houston, Texas. But, um, yeah, so I guess my childhood revolved around, I was one of those, I guess, a lot of engineers um, have this sort of this childhood of trying to figure things out. And that's always been my um, sort of drive is I always want to know, like, how a thing works or how, you know, how a thing is done or what the best way of doing those things are. And so Mm -hmm. I guess from an early age, I I didn't know that I wanted to be an engineer, but I knew who I was. Mm -hmm. And I was just fortunate that, you know, I think it was my junior year in high school. Someone said someone described what an engineer was to me. And I was like, that's what I want to be. <laughs> like, I mean, that's what I am. And so I've always been like a, an inventor and a discoverer of specifically mechanical problems and like how mechanisms and things work. That's what's always sort of like thrilled me when you see this like beautiful thing and how it operates and sort of the uh, the genius behind someone else's design, you know, when you dig into it and you, you pick it apart. And then you can use those sort of like those techniques that they use. Like if you get into an engine and you figure out how a cam works, you're like, oh, I didn't think of that myself, or maybe you did think of it yourself, but you can apply it in sort of new and novel ways. So, um, yeah, so I, I, I kind of, you know, I didn't know what I wanted to be, um, in high school until, you know, until someone said, you know, engineering is what you want. That's who you are. You should go and like study that. And so I made the, the migration from Minnesota to, uh, North Dakota, Fargo, North Dakota. Where I went to school, got my uh, my mechanical, my bachelor's in mechanical engineering. And then um, that took me five years because I started off in electrical engineering. <laughs> I think that's, isn't that your, that's your degree, right? Yeah, that's so you both of us. Oh, you yeah, both yeah. are your EEs? Okay. I, I
2: feel so sorry for you.
3: <laughs> Dude, I, man, I spent three years E.E. and I got to the Circuits 1 and I was like, this imaginary boxes and whatnot, like I want to see the thing, you know, I want to touch the thing but when you get to that part you just go,
1: yeah, imaginary numbers yeah, yeah. yeah. you just you yeah. pretend yeah. to believe it and you just at least in what we do you never
2: see that stuff again. Well, you, you can find it if you want to, right? but but you don't ever use it.
3: Well, it, it weeded me out in a hurry because I had a hard time pushing the I believe button because I just can't like... <laughs> You know, that (laughs) that comes back to who I am. I can't just, like, accept. I mean, that's a revel in me. I just can't accept, like, okay, I believe that that's what's happening. I want to see it and feel it and taste it and test it. And I'm sure you, you can do it. But at that point in my life, I was a little more, you know, concerned with Chase and tail and getting drunk and everything. (laughs) But I had taken a dynamics class. College life. Yeah, yeah, right? Remember that? I had taken a a dynamics class, and I was like, oh, this is fascinating. Like, this is what I want. And I didn't even have to take it. It was like after statics, it was an elective, but I was curious with these mechanical things, and I took that. I ended up not passing any classes that semester because I was, like, just rebelling. I was like, I don't want to do this. This is a terrible major for me. Like, I don't know why I'm in school, and I had to make a decision. I'm like, am I going to stick with this, like, hard degree? Or am I going to change? Or am I going to drop out? What am I going to do? And that class, that dynamics class, was the one that said, oh, you need to go in mechanical. You're just, like, doing this wrong. So I went in there and then got, you know, three five GPA with 20 credits the rest of the way out because I loved it. Because you, you actually liked it. Because I actually liked it. Because yep. I, I just locked myself in the architectural library because those guys don't use their libraries. So <laughs> I did. <laughs> and, uh, you know, quiet place to, like, study. And, uh, yeah. And then you after know- that. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. After that, I, I, I left Fargo. I lo- was looking for some adventure. Just road tripped around the country for a couple years. Uh, cruised to, uh, out to Bar Harbor, Maine, an island out in the Atlantic. Cruised to, uh, lived in Breckenridge, Colorado for a year, mm-hmm. or uh, I guess a season, and just a snowboard bum working a restaurant job. And then I went to uh, Alaska into a remote part of the Kenai Fjords and was a kayak guide for a while. And then came back with crushing student debt student loan debt and uh yeah why, a,
1: why would you after all those places stop in houston it was uh did you run out of gas
3: <laughs> yeah and, and if, if gas <laughs> equals money then yes like yeah. <laughs> yeah. and so i pretty much yeah like all these beautiful places and then uh i needed i needed i needed some cash and i needed to apply my degree and i was sick of living in my parents because i went home after the season and i was at my parents place for like two months and I was like, I got to go. It was 2008. Like all the economy was like on the beginning of starting to want to like sort of fall down. And, and then, uh, Houston had a job. They hired me and I came down Houston here. Houston
2: always has jobs. Yeah.
3: And, uh, yeah. And I was like, all right, great. I'll go, you know, and like, I've still had that college mindset. I'm like, where'd be a good place to live here? I don't know anyone, you know, maybe, uh, my, I'm one near one of the colleges like, Oh, here's a cheap place on Scott street. Cool. I'll oh, just by university. Houston. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah so i learned quick about houston over there but
0: well, we're still in the east end i mean so well yeah i just had like, some charm for you i was
3: just well I, it does i i really like the warehouse sort of industrial living Vibe, and, yeah yeah i wish all the people on the radio could see where we're sitting right now because it's one of the most oh, uh, i think amazing. we've
2: actually we've posted some pictures of the place in fact we should we should do that again and uh, and if you check out our star wars special which is on youtube you can kind of see a little bit of the room and how kind of weird that. it is
0: oh were you really oh, there yeah. We, yeah there we go go
2: watch it because no it's one like does you guys are
0: both connected <laughs> to the force or something <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. so i got two things real quick about um what, what what you said first of all when you when you were talking about you know opening the engine and and seeing a cam and you're like oh i can use that i love that feeling but but the the feeling with that i think engineers really get when they when they open up something new and instead of saying i can get that like Figuring out what happened, and then it's like, oh my god, somebody actually thought this up. That is a crazy, uh, crazy feeling when when you when you look at something super complex and you're like, how did somebody actually imagine that? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that, that's just super cool. And, well, and going
1: off that too, it's even nowadays. It's like it's not even. I don't think nowadays it's it's too far of a stretch because you have computer simulation and stuff like that. You can you have solid work, so you can design an actual mechanical machine and press go and you can see if it moves but you know back in the you know in 80s and before you didn't have that no you had to no. draw everything on paper and you kind of just had to build
2: it and hopefully it worked how you wanted it to work i i, w- I was looking at some old analog schematics over this uh, this last weekend and you know i like to think of myself as an analog guy and i can kind of I can kind of chug my way through analog uh, circuits but I, but I looked at some old ones I don't exactly remember what it was for but I, but I, but the the voodoo they were doing in these circuits was <laughs> just like I mean just looking at the page I I didn't even know where to start analyzing it cuz it was just like wow how did somebody actually put that together and and you know nowadays you just throw some kind of 50 cent processor in your in your board and it would do exactly the same thing as this old analog circuit but I love to see that old like when you have a problem and you come up with an elegant solution to it, it usually ends up being deceptively simple yet really beautiful in some way. Uh, and, and, and so I love when you like the cam uh, yeah. thing, that's just, that's perfect.
3: Yeah. I find like those, those solutions, the respect that you have for the people that were doing when they didn't have the modern day tools that we use today. Yeah. I feel like those solutions, those elegant solutions come from, um, it takes a lot more time. And it takes a lot more, like, you say, like, using SolidWorks or some sort of, like, three-dimensional CAD program, you know, where they're setting up gears and make sure everything works. Like, I feel like those, the people that were solving these difficult problems, like, had a much deeper sort of, like, connection with their brain and being able to like keep this, at least in the mechanical sense, this spatial recognition of like when the shaft comes through this bearing, then, well, there's going to have to be an end and then it connects up to this. Right. And where we can, we're almost more visual readers at this point. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, And it's, uh, yeah, it's mechanisms can be beautiful for sure.
2: Cool. So um, just to let our listeners know, I, I personally have worked with Patrick and Kelly in the past on a handful of projects, Um, I've, I've known both of them for gosh, going on what, four or five years, maybe, maybe even more than that.
0: At least. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like six or beyond that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So time is hard.
2: So Patrick and I have, uh, have been part of a, uh, an art collective that kind of meets the boundary between technology and art. Uh, so, so we've, we've certainly spent many a long night. Uh, working on Banging projects your head against the together, wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and actually, d- because of that, that art collective, we kind of did some projects in conjunction with Kelly mm-hmm. over here, and um, I would, I would venture to guess that our listeners probably don't have access to this world as much as you know some other podcasts uh, likely. So I'm curious about you guys, the connection between you two, and how you guys kind of dance the line between here's the more tech side, here's the more art side. And how do you guys play around with that? And how do you deal with that?
3: Well, we're both, I mean, we're not like, we're not oil and water, we'll say, right? We're both, uh, we both have very like minds. Like I said, we just kind of chose different things to study in college, if you will, right? And so it's, it's very easy for us to sort of communicate. But, you know, Patrick's obviously more in sort of art focused and I'm more engineering focused, but both of our brains work in those same ways of, you know, trying to like, you know, Patrick's a very like intuitive engineer, if you will, Mm -hmm. and I've got my own sort of aesthetic style as well. And so we work. That's in fact why we're probably working together today is just because Mm -hmm. it is really simple for us to jam on an idea, and both of us not to like, you know, we both know that we you can't use a sky hook, you know, like you know just a wire going into the, you know, we're not architects. Wait, why not? <laughs> no. but, yeah, wait, 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 wait. That was my next idea. That was our next idea yeah, that was our next thing. And uh, we both know that you know, like you don't necessarily want to have everything exposed ex- uh, uh, aesthetically. We want to see, mm. you know, there's certain lines that you want to, you know, make apparent. And so, yeah. you know, it's been very easy for us to sort of work together. Cool.
1: Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, designing a be- like a like a deck or something, and you want look nice. And you're like, well, this will work. But the engineers are going to have to install an anti-gravity device at the end there (laughs) and make that work.
2: Well, that's, that's the plight of architects and engineers, right? The architects' first idea, they hand to the engineers, and the engineers shit their pants and then say, go back and redesign it, right? Because no, no, it just ain't no, going to work. No.
1: It will work. We just need tungsten I-beams.
2: Yeah, right, right. right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, there we go.
1: Yeah, it's
0: exactly. always fun to like, <clears throat> conceive of something and be like, what do you think, Kelly? And then he has to like, be like, dude, what do you, how, how would we possibly <laughs> what are you smoking, build this man? thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, sure. actually,
1: I, actually I, was there ever a tungsten I-beam moment for y'all? It's all Uh, tungsten, I mean. It's all tungsten, (laughs) yeah. No, uh, (laughs) that's... I
3: guess... I don't know. I don't really have that memory to sort of like keep... Like, I guess I always focus on sort of like what the next, like the solution is that we get to, right? And so it's this process that we step through. Mm -hmm. Um, There's definitely... You know, sometimes Patrick will come up, and I'm almost leaning that way, too, with art, because I feel like I come with an oil and gas background, right? And so we need stuff to be designed, sort of industrial, heavy kind of things, right? And Patrick comes from, you know, the art background where, you know, not saying Patrick's work, but some... Artist work is it's uh you know cotton balls and, and elmer's glue right and so it's like
0: there's a lot of truth to that actually right. that's what so, our eye beams are made out of right, that's <laughs> a,
3: but patrick loves work with metal and wood so very structural materials yeah. right yeah. and he's through just sort of like figuring out what falls down and what doesn't <laughs> has figured out like where we can do some things and mm-hmm. like he sort of like pointed to like well we don't need to use this massive beam here we can like trust it out, as he says, you know, we can (laughs) trust this thing out with some, you know, some three eighths rod or whatever it is. Right.
2: Some tungsten or titanium. Right. And so,
3: (laughs) you know, there's definitely been some, but you know, we find, we both have points, I guess that in, when we've worked together, that we've just like held true to like Mm -hmm. held strong and saying like, listen, I will, I will negotiate this part and this part and this part, but just, we can't do it this way, yeah. right? Yeah. And then the other one like realizes that the other one's serious about that, and then we figure out how to like work mm-hmm. around it, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, and like that's the reason why we've made some really amazing things is because at one point or another, one of us steps up and like does what's right for the project, right?
0: Yeah, it's a super fun negotiation. Be like, look, man, I really we have to do it this way, and then the other guy's like, I don't know, you know, like maybe let's reconsider a little bit, and then we kind of like meet in the middle somewhere, and then you know, through that process, there's a lot of uh, opportunities to kind of like look around the corner at a different solution than maybe the one that would initially seem most either like practical or aesthetically beautiful. Sometimes, you know, either of those extremes don't really work. And so we have to then invent like an yet another um, option. And so that's a really fascinating process that I think we, you know, we continue to be excited by that. And I think it's something that we essentially prototyped in, well, that's a process as...
2: you'll never exhaust, right? Right. And that'll just continue until you die, really. Yeah, yeah. And, and and Patrick's probably heard me say this a bunch of times, but I've I've always felt that artists are just freeform engineers, mm-hmm. and engineers are artists with structure.
0: Yeah. Uh, and
2: and, and <laughs> lots, so really, I truly believe that the, like even the mindset is is the same. We just look at things mm-hmm. differently.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and and in in working with Patrick, he's an absolute wizard when it comes to molding materials into something else. And so, so many times I'll be thinking like, okay, if I get this piece of whatever and I mill it this way and I put it on my CNC and I do something, and before I even say it, like he's chopped it into whatever I was looking for and I'm looking for this, you know, I'm looking for this like really exacting way of doing it. It's like, oh, well, yeah, or you could do it that way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think the term you're looking for is craptastic. Yeah,
2: know? craptastic. Yeah, that's, that's your method.
0: Yeah. So. But functional. Well, I think, you know, that's coming directly out of, like, an inability to afford a lot of, like, fancy stuff initially. Like, now we're kind of going in that direction maybe a little more, which is nice. But initially as an artist, like, actually a vast majority of the work (coughs) that I've made is a direct outcropping from doing, it's kind of cliched, but, like, pulling stuff out of the trash. You know, like, Mm -hmm. driving through my neighborhood or a nearby neighborhood growing up and being like, I have this idea that I want to realize and what can I render that in? And finding a pile of architectural refuse and that being like the thing that at that moment fit the bill, you know, and then making it work. I've been so, to y'all shop. Yeah. I don't know if you can call it a shop so much as like a garbage storehouse. But, Wait, you know, uh, flying
3: carpet or Patrick's <laughs> no, no, studio? He's, he's
0: Patrick's talking studio. about the eleven right, Street spot, Let's just keep yeah. that. So. Yeah, no, fl- <laughs> Flying Carpet...
1: I've actually never been there, so... You should, you should, you should come, come check, check it, it out. It's and, I mean, for the, the listeners opposite.
0: out there, if you're interested in contacting us and checking out the spot, you know, we like to connect with people, so that would be cool, but... Uh, I'll, I'll warn you, you might actually get contacted. That'd be cool, yeah, yeah. Well, Flying Carpet is uh, much more <laughs> professional, quote-unquote. Um, you know, it's much more in the vein of, like, a working uh, fabrication facility rather than the, the loose ship that I run in the other spot, so... <laughs> You know? Yeah, we have a beautiful
3: uh, facility on the east side of mm-hmm. uh, Houston downtown. Which, if you're not from here, I'm not sure everyone, all the listeners, are from, but it's kind of the area of town that's sort of up and coming. And you know, they're starting to you know build some interesting buildings in in the uh, the parking lots and the open fields that were there in between sort of more industrial side mm-hmm. of Houston. Uh, it's a shame too, though. Some of the buildings are being just torn down for these. Terrible looking condos that just absolutely driving me nuts. <laughs> but we happen to get into a really cool building that um, about sixteen thousand square foot. It's got um, no multiple deal. gantry cr- cranes in it, bridge cranes. Yeah, uh, one of them's a five ton bridge crane. One of them actually works. And yeah, with a remote <laughs> control. Yeah, we're, it's it's pretty it's pretty amazing. It's but cool, it still man. looks ragtag. But it's time. like it's awesome.
0: Yeah. yeah so I mean, I think that our, the building even really sort of exemplifies the 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 kind of like. Hybrid hybridized vision of what we've created, as far as like something that's like rough and ready, but also incorporates a lot of you know pretty um, high tech things that we can engage like to broken make. gantry cranes yeah yeah pretty, pretty high, it's pretty high tech that pretty might high be high like for an artist uh, for sure I mean, yeah know. that's true
1: that might be like the hallmark of patrick's workspaces is
2: broken gantry cranes
1: <laughs> that is true because in both of your workshops that's true
2: well okay one of the this gantry fixed cranes fixed only now, moves in so. in two axes the other one is, is i mean
0: broken. you know i work in 3d like how many axes do you need two seems sufficient two <laughs> plenty right <laughs> yeah <laughs> Anyway, yeah,
3: I'm more of a three-dimensional kind of guy. Yeah, I'm gonna i to need all the axes. I'm greedy, one. so we have uh, so our bridge crane works perfectly, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, on a remote control, by the way, too, which is sweet because you oh, can sit yeah, at one cool. end of the building and you could. Have you
1: IOT'd it yet? What's an IoT? Internet of
3: Things. So you can control it with your what? phone. Oh, mm, I
0: well, don't know about do that. that. Let's have that.
3: I kind of like I kind of like having. It feels like you're uh, arming the nuclear warhead. Right, you know, like with this remote, you know, yeah. so there's like well, a key th- that th- goes then you just into have two it. Two phones, okay. So, like, yeah, you both have to press it at, at the same time. time.
2: <laughs> 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 Are we really gonna do this? Yeah, all right. If you it? don't Are do it, right. it at the same time, it breaks, that that yeah. so it'll, it'll be like explodes. all the other ones. So, do it yeah. right.
0: Yeah. Three out of four broken ones ain't bad. No, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you got any projects going on right now? Uh, yeah. There's always projects like flying carpet specific projects yeah let's, let's
2: what about a flying uh, carpet specific one so
3: right now we just came off of uh well the Super Bowl project,
0: yeah, yeah, so we did a little little banger for Super Bowl no big deal that was pretty cool <laughs> um, it it was like actually relative to the other projects we had done leading up to that it was quite a bit smaller in scale, but you know it's still a good a good opportunity for us um, so we had a small feature. in in, uh discovery green during the super bowl and that was a nice opportunity discovery green's a small
2: park in downtown
0: right right so that was like a small ish yeah that's where yeah small relative to things that are bigger um but (laughs) (laughs) but uh but that was like where a lot of the festivities for the super bowl happened and that was cool because the company that uh sponsored that which was noble energy was one of the partners on super bowl and they um I, I was really personally impressed that as an oil and gas company, they had a vision toward something that was more centered on Houston and was more of like arguably a grassroots approach rather than the high tech side. So they hired us, and even though we have maybe more of a tech oriented approach to art making, it was still very much about <clears throat> artwork, handmade artwork, as opposed to featuring something that's like more, more typically related to their industry. So that was. I thought that was noble of them. (laughs) Yeah, they were great. Plug, plug,
1: plug. (laughs) Um, Actually, uh, uh, can y'all explain that project? Like, I know it's probably a very visual thing and we're, you know, audio only. It's a thing. Right. Right.
2: Yeah.
3: So describing visual art over the radio. Yeah. Let's see, what's the? It's. It was it's
0: taller than it was short. Right. No, uh, what, what was
3: the? What was the thing that we said when we were describing it back and forth? That's the the short long side or the long yeah. the long. Was lord, it the long short, was it the one, or long or short the, one or the, the
2: medium. long? The medium <laughs> yeah. long it, it yeah. Would this be easier <laughs> to just get images side. on the, on your website? Well, we can we can give a ah, stab can, at yeah. it. So
0: it was uh, three elements. You know, th- we I guess typically we've worked in singular um, sculptural pieces, but this one actually was a modular. Kind of construction. So there's three elements that we called the dunes, and they were uh, these like very kind of uh, minimalist sculptural pieces that were meant to kind of take a nod off of like a sand dune idea. Um, So swoopy, stainless steel, uh, kind of planar pieces, like some dimension, but kind of like sharp blade like elements, you know? Uh, And each one of them, so one of them was like uh, the vertical was short, but it was long in length. That was the short-long. And then <laughs> there was a middle-sized one that was a little taller and a little shorter. <laughs> then, you know, so I'm doing a great job so, describing yeah, this. They, they and, then, dunes. and then the tallest one was also the shortest in length. So the tallest one in height was shortest in length. Anyway. So were,
3: whoever can uh, email in the most accurate Drawing Based of that, on we'll, we'll send yeah. them a small little we'll send you a scrap dune. or something. Else. Okay,
2: <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, <laughs> we, we usually have podcast notes that go along with it, so people can kind of look at stuff right, as they we'll, follow along. Uh, so
3: yeah, that'd be great. How do we keep them from cheating, though? You can't look it up. That's yeah. one thing.
2: Okay,
1: just yeah. from that yeah. description. Tweet us at Macrofab. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, with your
2: drawings of <laughs> flying carpet, long thing, short right. thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh,
0: anyway, yeah. they were woven stainless steel, so we've been working on that technology and how to. How to create dynamic forms out of this uh, sort of, like, uh, mm. basket weave on steroids, if you will. Yeah. You
3: know. And so, yeah. And that was a really nice project for us because it was compared to, and we're not going to go through the exercise of describing this one, but our awesome project, which was. <laughs> no, uh, describe everything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's going uh, so well. It was, it was big. Like, it was, you that, know, that, was on, that thing is a beast. In it, fact,
2: we Googled you before
3: coming okay. over here just oh, it to see awesome what project? shows up
2: uh and google and your friends oh, of man. course <laughs> who doesn't uh but the, but the images on 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 uh, uh google look like you guys are building the frame to some kind of weird like test airplane mm-hmm. of some yeah. sort yeah it, it looks it looks like the, the fuselage spruce goose there, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, like it's yeah. a definite
0: spruce goose it would never fly but there is some like aeronautical kind of aspect to the the form i mean we're trying to we're trying to hit that nice like middle ground of like these elegant things that are at the same time, in no way uh, functional. <laughs> so
3: and it, come, it it brings you back to an understanding sort of like we're talking about with those those older school engineers right before computers and stuff, and all of a sudden you find yourself picking a line or laying a line like having a shape that you make that's like functional and beautiful and you like and then you you go like after you've made it you look back and you see that other people you know your predecessors have landed on that same shape and so Mm -hmm. there is Mm -hmm. some sort of like like collective consciousness or you know approach that you know you find sort of like you understand like as you sort of like do things like Your work sometimes reflects that of like the masters of past. You know, it'd be interesting if (laughs) if we are one. Yeah, it'd be (laughs) interesting
1: if you look at that and go and and actually look and see if that was like part of like the golden ratio, you know, right? Where because that it's it's just one of those things that it just looks nice and a lot of times those line up with the golden ratio, right?
3: Um, Fibonacci sequenced myself into like, um, yeah, yeah, it's
1: yeah,
0: Fibonacci is like probably one of my favorite. You know, elegant number sequences. Yeah. So I'm not saying that it's my password to anything, but but that's it. Never ends. So that's a pretty crappy a, password. It's useful, <laughs> no, it's useful. I mean, you can make it as long as you want.
2: So, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: yeah think, so that that was our last project, and um, it was really nice because it was smaller and sort mm-hmm. of like more manageable the sort of what we have taken on before and for the first time it was uh
2: well okay just when days. you say last project you mean the super bowl project not, bowl, not the austin yeah. texas project right the, right.
3: the, the austin super texas bowl project, project
0: was massive <laughs> that was massive yeah. and
3: that was like that was a killer like that was like you but not like, yeah. as killer
0: as one before it so yeah. we're doing the better the flower, every yeah time, yeah get, 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 get smaller incrementally right. more sand duney yeah, well there
3: exactly. well yeah it's not that it's just that the uh God, there's just, <laughs> it's been easier as, as we, as we do more and more of these projects, mm-hmm. it's become easier as you would expect, I guess. So.
0: Sure. We are we, evolving like the company and our techniques and our understanding of like, you know, what it, what it takes to do both the business side and delivering a product that's doesn't kill know. us in the process. Well, yeah, but also something <laughs> that's like really, hopefully not that commonplace, like something that people haven't really seen before. Yeah. Trying to hit a niche of, uh, something, you know, it's. It, it's it's a challenging task to sell a thing that you don't really need <laughs> to people, you know. But well, ju- just wait, 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 you can't on the nose
2: find the use of
0: it, right? Right. That's,
2: that's really tough to
1: sell. So right. y'all go with that that definition of art, where art it has to be it's just art. It doesn't have any other function.
0: Yeah, art for art's sake. I mean, yeah. I, that's you know that that's a whole can of worms that I I have very mixed feelings about. But you know, I think there's this prevailing idea that for something to be pure, proper art or whatever, it can't have any usefulness. And I, I for one, am interested in doing things that don't pertain to that mindset. You know, that's where, like, building stuff with Kelly, that is, it does actually have some function, so I'm perhaps being too self-effacing to say that it's useless. But, you know, we're creating these placemaking objects like we talked about in our, uh, our fancy description of ourselves. And, you know, they function as, like, hopefully, like, iconic meeting places for people and places that people can have some kind of experience whether that's like you know having a random chat with somebody there or a coffee or what have you but just something that didn't exist before as a result of our our uh, our vision so, of things
1: a random tangent <laughs> on that topic is um have any of your art pieces ever become a pokemon stop
0: uh, maybe you know I, the I, Go app? <laughs> I've never I've never looked into that. So I, I bet know. you they have actually. I'm pretty curious to know that. I mean that that would that would really show that we've made it, right? Yeah, like, right. Yeah. If like, 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 our work to with Pokéstop, yeah.
3: I guess how would one ensure that that happens? Because now I'd love to have. Now we have yeah. to happen. make that yeah. the case. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not the, I'm Sounds sure like you not guys have to become Pokemon masters, masters to find played. out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have
0: you ever played Pokemon Go? No. No. I poked a mango one time. With my finger, let me yeah, clarify. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, but that's the closest pokey Mango that I've gotten.
2: It's because uh, you guys actually have a have a permanent piece downtown on Main
0: Street, right? Semi permanent. <clears throat> uh, semi okay. It's permanent for now, so <laughs> it, it, it doesn't move easily. In no. other words, right? Well, it's so it's permanent in the sense we, we built it uh, so that it would be potentially permanent, which is cool, and that's where you know again. To use really, superglue, anchoring yeah, it down, right? We use more more. Uh, what did you say? More Elmer's on the cotton balls than usual. You know? <laughs> um, but no, this is where like I would really want to tout Kelly's abilities. I mean, this was. It's funny, like straight out of the out of the. Uh, gates you know for our company we attempted and achieved an insanely difficult thing engineering wise which was creating a six-story sculptural piece that is you know completely uh structural and rigid and everything but that also hits a specific point at the top of a building that it's affixed to so i mean it was like i was impressed you know and you know i i'm it's not it's
2: not an easy thing to pull off
0: no i mean it was crazy man i mean it required a lot of work on everyone's part but especially in the engineering realm so you know in the end it's funny that probably a lot of people look at it and they see this thing which is aesthetic and they don't maybe pay as much attention to what is behind that you know the the sort of like the man behind the curtain (laughs) (laughs) Many,
2: many many not hundreds but thousands of hours of work
0: I don't know. Modinet. Oh, cool.
3: yeah, definitely in the thousands <laughs> range. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was an incredible amount of work from yeah. from all on all aspects though, because like this was the first project that we took on as a company, mm-hmm. right? You know, since you know since the little things that we got into, you know, with like Xer and water walls and things like that. Like this was the first major project, and we didn't even have a a shop when we took, when Barely. we started this. Yeah. yeah. We didn't even,
0: we didn't have the, electricity in the building. We, we didn't were running have, off of generators to build this crazy thing. Built that whole thing was, off of generators. It was awesome. It was and so at fun. that
3: point, the <laughs> crane didn't work. So it was like, so 4 non-working the cranes, cranes. All the cranes
0: that didn't yeah. work. Yeah. So, <laughs> and we? you built a six story structure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which was, was nuts, you know, like every part of it was hand fabricated and custom, you know, which is mm-hmm. a great way to approach things.
3: Literally, everything but the fasteners was a custom like mm-hmm. piece. Oh, wow. and a giant turnbuckle that was donated by a company. So, yeah, it was uh, it, we learned a lot from that project, and it was like, and, and we succeeded, you yeah. know. But, mm-hmm. on, you know, the uh, it was a temporary structure. In fact, they're taking down that's part of uh, uh, Houston downtown management district's uh, um, art blocks initiative mm-hmm. and it was this kind of cool thing where they brought in was it jessica Wah- stockholder stockholder uh-huh. and uh, some other artists i guess you could plug them you know
0: yeah so we were <clears throat> the initial round uh featured our work side by side with jessica stockholders she's a chicago based artist and mm-hmm. for me as an artist you know i studied her in school so this is like no joke to be able to gets a debut. You're here now. Yeah, right? Like, yeah, we're here it. in the basement, man. We've made yeah. it. You know, like, it's <laughs> awesome. And to be side-by-side with someone of her caliber is is really notable, regardless of whether or not you're a fan of the type of work she makes. I mean, I think what she does is cool because, like our work, there's an interest in the engagement with the environment, you know, the, the kind of built environment, in this case, inside of downtown. But anyway, then there were other artists that are local that are involved uh a guy named Jamal Cyrus had a piece up um on the billboard the marquee aspect of uh of part of this whole round and his piece was really cool and like celebrating lightning hopkins you know who's a uh mm-hmm. a notable musician that has ties to Houston and stuff so mm-hmm. anyway it was it was a cool opportunity and uh a crazy thing to do and yet <laughs> i think we both kind of feel like because it's tucked into this weird niche in downtown that you can't get to (laughs) by car, hardly anyone has seen it. So this is, I mean, I think talking about it on your radio program, viewership will probably double, if not triple. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, I don't know. I'm joking around. So my
2: my, my church is actually downtown, um, and I have to drive by that. Every Sunday, uh-huh. uh, and I and I, I make a point to look He's at like, it oh, every God, Sunday. Oh, that ice work! But you, <laughs> <laughs> but you no, can't no, see the can, whole can thing. You see so any can't well, be, well, no. And that's the thing. I'm driving down McKinney so Street, stellar, and really. I look down Main, yeah. and I can see like the very out. bottom of uh, it. You, I can't see the six. Right. I can't even see really one story of it. But right. I'm always like, I know the dude uh, who made that, or the dudes who made it. Yeah, And you're looking for
3: it, and you still can't like see it. So that's the unfortunate part. But it is a really, it's an awesome little nook to like come across mm-hmm. and just find, right? Oh, you come yeah, across yeah, the yeah. corner downtown and like all of a sudden in between like these two pretty large buildings. Because you don't like expect
2: a... something like that. No. At and all. It's, yes. right.
3: it's impressively Houston cool. Houston
2: actually, in, in my opinion, Houston has a lot of that kind of stuff where uh, it's not stuff that's like glaring you in the face. You just walk up and you're like, oh my God, I, I didn't know that this was here. Houston has a lot of gems that you yeah. can just like find. The, like the bubble?
0: Yeah, the bubble's great. Yeah, yeah. so you're talking about in the bayou? Yeah, so
3: the oh, people the don't know that on the yeah,
1: there's yeah a bridge a walkway that you can walk across on the bayou here in Houston, and there's a big red button. Yeah, and you press it, and a big bubble pops up from yeah. the bayou.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's my friend Dean Ruck. So I I didn't even know about that piece, despite being, you know, a Houston working artist. I didn't know about that piece for like five or six years after I, I got back to town. So <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of hidden gems, and that's a great example.
3: I think it needs to be. I always wanted. I didn't know it was someone that, that you knew who did that. But I, yeah. I think it needs. I think it needs a little more pizzazz. I mean, well, I think, just I think a big I want bubble.
0: Like a, Two I, I, want, I want something. Yeah, like something <laughs> that like. Do you I, want like an odor? What if it for? blew yeah. a bubble of
1: like and filled the bubble with fog? So
0: big <laughs> fog, fog okay. came big up. fog. That'd be button. cool. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be I mean, cool. I'm sure this guy would be interested in, uh, or like having uh, some collaborative. Well, I'm energy. just well, maybe Flying like-
2: Carper should contact him and be like, "We'll be your <laughs> fog machine."
3: <laughs> or just the deviousness of my, like maybe we should like, I don't know, what's those gag buttons that you push and you get like a little shock out of it. Uh, add that yeah. little yeah. aspect. That's good, man. Yeah. Just do like a post hack on this thing. It, and, like, add a kinetic like, a little, aspect to it. Add a little sort yeah, of like, yeah, yeah. some yeah. tactileness to right, that thing. Right, like, right. Yeah. You'll yeah. sure remember it. I appreciate
0: it. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm sure he would not appreciate that. He would love it, yeah.
2: Well, that's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, so there is a project that is coming up here soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not coming up here soon. we happening? Currently working on it right now. And and I I brought this up a few weeks ago on the podcast, uh, so so we're doing a piece for the science museum here in town, and I'm actually working with both Kelly and, and Patrick on it. Uh, but since you're the guest, why don't why not I let you guys kind of go a little bit into it?
3: Okay. Yeah. So um so the uh, let's see the. The Museum of what is it? Natural. Natural science. science let's yeah, get yeah it right. that one. Yeah, let's get that yeah. one. Right. It's one of the
0: museums. You know, one you of those know? ones. Yeah. you are not the biggest one here. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. They're uh, the anyways, sciencey one though. Yeah.
3: They are <laughs> building out the their I guess Rev three of their energy exhibit right. energy corridor, mm-hmm. and um, it's actually pretty impressive up there. They've got these sort of uh, this um, a couple majorly cool things that we're not really involved with but just sort of like to give you scale like it's the whole i think they're opening up the fourth floor or a floor that hadn't been opened before so it's a whole dedicated floor
2: that's right it used to be a wing just of a one small, floor and now it's an entire floor exactly. dedicated exactly so
1: yeah what part of the museum is going away then i
3: uh, i think it was like a store I, it wasn't very used it was just kind of like a button that they needed Let's just say that they need a key still to get up to that level. Okay. And eventually, yeah, this on is the expansion. Elevators. I don't so this think is this, an, this, a, a this is a total expansion. I don't okay. think they're really using it for too much of anything. They weren't. They're not taking anything out. But um, they've gotten a lot of sort of uh, donations from energy companies and some other donors that I'm not up to snuff with. But so a couple of the cool, uh, cool exhibits that they have. That when we were just walking through, um, was this uh, this this scaled model of Houston mm-hmm. that is uh, I think it's like. 25 or almost 3,000 square foot model, like as big as like the floor floor plan of like a house kind of thing in there, and like all this, so basically what it is, is like the entire thing is made out of like these white sort of like buildings and white sort of like topographical you know, sculpture of uh houston and like the ideal houston so you know there's a uh yeah, th- there's that, windmills said... in there and blue water like flowing through the city yeah, not... Like, yeah, said... said... <laughs> not coal plants and brown water. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so the yeah. yeah, idealized like, houston you know,
1: actually the first when you mentioned like scale model and it was that big i'm like i hope you know eventually they're gonna have to get you know change out and you know put new exhibits in and stuff like. That. if they do that you have to get there. And make a Godzilla movie <laughs> destroying oh, yes, Houston. Yes, that's amazing.
2: <laughs> Houston
1: <laughs> that of the future.
3: Well, the brilliant part. So, <laughs> so some of you know my other life. I'm uh, uh, go to different burns and festivals and stuff like that, like Burning Man and those types of like large projects or large get-togethers. Some of my friends, they're the ones who are doing the. Uh, so on top, so this whole thing is white, mm-hmm. and they have an insane amount of like large. Uh, projectors that are doing a whole projection mapping thing on here and so they've incorporated some easter eggs and i think Hmm. one of them might actually be a little bit of uh, godzilla or some other things there's a fire truck that runs through to an emergency thing there's some there's all kinds of these guys have fun with life and they're going to have fun (laughs) with uh with the projection mapping here too so there are going to be some little easter eggs like that because this thing should be around for a while, and it's like it's sixteen. It's down to like plus or minus a sixteenth of an inch over the entire length of the thing, it's, it's massive. so that they could uh, projection map on it.
2: So that's and, one of the interesting. And I remember things. Uh, talking to. Uh, I, I don't remember exactly what the position our contact had there, but he was talking about just cleaning it, mm-hmm. they have to have like a boom, yeah. Yeah. like like a like a giant camera boom and they have to extend a person across this entire exhibit and he has to float in the air just to clean yeah, it. That's right. super cool. That reminds me of uh,
1: Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, when us no, going cool yeah, to, to the backyard? For, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yes. that, yeah. Great. We've yes, all just exactly. Stated. Like, imagine that and you now know how they clean
0: this. We've thing, all right. just dated ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Honey, the, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids won. Yeah, uh, yeah. the only yeah. yeah. one. Yeah, right, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So, so yeah, what so
3: else there's, is up there? There's, that, there's some interesting, you were there for that. We got on top of that drill. Yeah,
0: Yeah. there's, yeah, a, there's a really massive uh, drill, drill head. Drill sculpture. Yeah, that's I can't like remember what it was Fully articulated, very interesting the way that they've uh, made it work. I've already forgotten. It's probably yeah. someone's IP, so I can't tell you how yeah. it's made. But and then uh, there was
3: another <laughs> really interesting, uh, they basically did some sort of ride kind of like you'd find in, disneyland or something like that where there's you know there's this pod that you get into and then the whole floor and and, and uh, seats and everything are on these like um air bladders and so they can simulate like and vibrating tables and stuff mm-hmm. so they can yeah. simulate you going like down a drilling operation and stuff it's,
2: well, it's still it, of what i'm aware of because i've been going to the science museum since i was little you like with the elevator did. yeah well it's like journey to the bottom of a well or, yeah, or you yeah. know, it's something it, it was like, an elevator yeah. though
1: yeah, yeah we you got going doo
2: doo watch the gates or yeah, something like that yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. And, and there's this cheesy dude who comes on the screen and yeah, yeah. Like, it's it like, totally product. of to the the yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no it was very, actually very similar to yeah. that and the, the floor would shake and they showed like drilling oil and stuff yeah all right Oh, man, that was great. Definitely,
3: the, probably the upgraded version of that. Is oh, what yeah, they're for working sure. <laughs> for <so>. sure. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: they should have, like, a throwback, I think, in that exhibition. Oh, maybe. how great yeah. would it be keep if they it, got the same is. actor yeah. that they had in the original <laughs> one? He's but, but he's just 30 like, He's like, older, like an old yeah, gray beard yeah, now. Yeah, that'd
2: be good. Yeah. <laughs> that would
1: be great. Still rocking it. Yeah, so that's... So what, so what are you going to do in...
3: So our like now. our like what Stephen and Patrick and myself are working on is uh, sort of much smaller than all those things right and so they just need they've got so many things going on they were they pushed the schedule a little bit i think they're supposed to be open in a couple months it got pushed back to i guess November of 2017 is the new sort of opening exhibition date um, and so they were just overwhelmed and they needed some people that could come in and do a little bit of automation work. Mm-hmm. And so applying sort of, you know, my mechanical abilities with Steven's electrical um, abilities. And then Patrick's going to be doing a little fabbing once we get all the things sort of finished up. So uh, basically what we're doing is there's, you know, an interesting logger and a drill head. And all we got to do is just basically move these components up and down, and rotate, and have kind of control for a typical museum exhibit. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a cool project. I'm glad to like be a part of it, but it's it's pretty it's pretty simple compared to the things that we've taken on in the past.
2: Yeah. So so basically, we're we've we've been kind of. Given so a, a, a a drill head and and what was the other one called? It's like, a, a logger. Logger, yeah. yeah. Like I'm, I haven't worked it's like in a, a
0: fancy grabber hand, right? Well, it's kind, kind of like of, a yeah. caliper, right? It is, a, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's a caliper
2: that goes down in the hole and tells you how big the hole is, right? Yeah, right. yeah. Put put. I guess really simply. Yeah. Uh, but but we're we're making exhibits that basically just move the, mm. the the drill head up and down and spin it and and kind of the same thing with the logger. Right. Uh, the the thing that like that, that might sound a little bit boring, but when it comes down to the engineering side of things, is you have to remember that there's going to be you know a couple million eyes mm-hmm. on this, and uh, it's kind of got to work for a really long time. You know, this isn't something where it's like a lot of times when, uh, with the uh, the art projects that, that that we do, if the project works for a month.
0: We're good. We're good. Yeah, but because like that's the that's the that length long. of the piece. But this
2: is like an an art piece that lasts for a decade. You right. know. So and,
0: what and I hear you go saying, go. Steve, is we're not going to be using any Harbor Freight motors to articulate this thing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it, it, Patrick says that because we've had some bad experience with Harbor Freight motors. Harbor and, Freight and, is great for certain things, but yes, maybe right. don't buy a motor. Don't yeah. don't don't buy motors from them. They yeah. might they might end up yeah. damaging some of your pieces.
0: Right. <laughs> I mean, I think uh, just to plug it a little further, though, what's cool about this opportunity is that, you know, it gives us a chance to work with you, you know. So we're we're operating as flying carpet, but we're getting to engage with other people that we know that are creative and capable, like Steve. Um, and then we get to feature something in a very venerable institution. So, you know, it's just we as a company that is like pretty, uh, pretty, pretty good at shape shifting. This is you know a chance for us to move into a territory that we haven't worked in before and it may lead to other things or it may just be a one-off, but either way, it's, it's a cool thing to do.
3: Well, hopefully it'll, you know, kind of showcase the fact that we have the ability to do these sort of like more harder tech type things, right? And work right. with Well, this lands
2: more on the uh, Very uh much rigorous engineering side right, than it right. does the art side but yeah, eventually I, being able like, like this one, tell that sure.
3: story and, and couple that with hopefully like an interesting art project yep.
2: uh, yeah yeah absolutely
3: and so I think that has drill
2: bits going in and out all over the place <laughs> right? yes, <that> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. death sphere with a like death 80. 80. Yeah. yeah drill bits coming out yeah that exactly. that would right. make an excellent art piece that's the plan yeah so these spheres so uh Kelly's done a fantastic job i I saw the the drawings recently he He kind of kind of gave me that because we 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 sort of drew a line in the sand in a way uh not in a bad way, but in a, in a good way where kelly's like i'm going to go do all the mechanical stuff and you just make sure that motors turn uh, and I'm like, hey, that's great i I am down for this because I can do that uh, and And he showed me a lot of the mechanical side of things and it was less like kind of back to that whole thing with the cam in the engine earlier. I'm like, ah, that's good. I like that. That looks like it's going to work well. So,
3: yeah.
2: uh, I'm excited about what's, what's to come with it.
3: Yeah. We'll be assembling little side note of business. When you want to get together.
2: Like, next <laughs> yeah. Week, yeah. We kind of oh, need, the, we kind of need, there is a boatload week, of packages right? at my front door right yeah. now, waiting <laughs> with a whole bunch of, uh, in fact, uh, the, uh, we talked about this multiple times on the podcast. The, uh, uh, was it the PLC? Yeah, plc.us I think is the website. Uh, it's this this fantastic um, PLC that we've recently been playing around with, and uh, I I just did a project at MacroFab uh, controlling motors in a um, in one of our conveyor benches, and and it does a fantastic job. Uh, it was super easy to work with, and it's ninety dollars. Uh, and as soon as as soon as I did that. Uh, to finish that project i i I told kelly I was like we 're done on the on the on the thinking side of the uh of the electronics on the side that has to have some brains and some smarts we don 't need to go buy some you know eight hundred dollar p l c from Siemens or anything like that. We mm-hmm. can just use this thing and it works great so yep
3: yeah. and hopefully it lasts at least a decade right at least
2: a, at <laughs> least a decade right <laughs>
3: yeah no, it felt like Christmas in my house too in fact the UPS the FedEx and the USPS uh, ev- everybody has shown up at my door the last couple of days because like because I'm ordering like these parts from all kinds of different people right yeah and so I'm getting like a bushing from here and like I'm pretty much have like a dozen packages coming in every day yeah and uh, I don't know it feels feels a little like Christmas and I also feel a little terrible that I made someone ship like a little tiny thing from across the country <laughs> just for the job but yeah. What are you going
2: to do? That's see, see the thing that sucks about it is you get that elated feeling because you're like, oh, all these packages are showing up. And really, in the end, what that means is there is a ton of work in yeah. your future, <laughs> like right now. They're, it's all showing up. You, you don't have that excuse where it's like, oh, well, it's shipping. I can't work on it right, right now.
3: <laughs> I'm going to play the optimist and be like, yeah, it's actually a lot better than having to machine that bushing myself. Or, oh, good God, or, yeah. or build That's that, that stepper motor yourself, right? And
2: so, yeah, right. It's, uh, uh, lay all the all the magnetic laminations and wind your own nah, cores. You, right?
3: I mean, you, you know, <laughs> we used to do that back in the day, but yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> why bother no. Yeah, no, why bother? You can not, just yeah. buy that crap. No, yeah,
2: yeah. So yeah, I th- I think that project's going to be really fun, and we've the deadline is approaching, uh, so we we will be moving on that. I think I think we'll have something ready in a couple weeks here. Uh, we'll, we'll have uh, at least one of the the two pieces. Uh, up and moving so it's exciting to have something go into a science museum Uh, I I don't know how like if it's one of those things where, like, our names will go on a plaque next to it or anything like that. No, but but <laughs> probably not. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> probably not, yeah. But, uh, but, but still, it's cool to be like, the inside. Made like yeah. I made Let's just incorporate a plaque whether or not You they can want
1: pulse it. the motors in Morse code that says your names.
2: There you go. Ah, ah, yeah. Perfect. There we go.
3: Have you ever heard the, uh, like, when people do the singing stepper motors? You know, like, stepper oh, yeah. motors have, like, oh, yeah. different sort of frequencies, like, when they have different pulses and
2: everything? I <laughs> yeah. wonder
3: if we could get any of those... And to do like a we Mario need an version Easter like, egg mode
2: in there. <laughs> okay, yeah. a Bluetooth module that if you yes. find it and connect to it, and then you enter a code, it'll start playing music. We can do this.
0: That's pretty good.
3: As long as it doesn't make everything else break, I'm in. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: it's that right harmonic that just shatters yeah. that bearing. Okay, yeah. I tell
2: you what. I will gladly add that to the project. If the very first time we turn it on and... My code works flawlessly, and your mechanical aspect works flawlessly. If that happens, I will add that, that part, too. Okay, so this is like... So, uh, in other words, it's so not going a, <laughs> to be added. This is a, a stretch, goal. stretch goal. If, if, if we, goal, turn, if we go.
3: turn everything on and it just works like we want... Yeah. Then you're going to make that happen. It then I will make that happen. Sometimes, yeah.
2: It does it I, does I does feel happen. like it's going to happen. It it does. I feel like it's going to happen. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe we will have some secret code and you'll have to get the code on this on by listening to the podcast. Uh, hey. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, there we Swing. go. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're now motivated. Repeat listeners, yeah. <laughs> huh?
0: Another um, opportunity.
1: There was something else. Oh, so when that project is done, is there a way we can like just videotape it and put it up on YouTube and stuff? Yeah, or? we
3: intend on actually, um, if you're curious about the actual project, um, one of my videographer friends is going to be doing a little miniature documentation. Awesome. A documentary of this. And then also a little plug for TXRX Labs. I'm a, I'm a big. Part of TXRX Labs, or at least was at one point. TXRX is, it, is the
2: makerspace. The makerspace in, in, in one Houston, of them, yeah. Yeah. yeah, one of them. A we'll, of say the, yeah. well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go say with the. the. Yeah, 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 not
3: quite a founder, but like I, I had my, my day and really helped in the right spots, and I actually want to get more involved with a couple projects that we have uh, up and coming. But um, yeah, they. Um, I don't know where I was going with that.
2: The the documentary. Uh, oh people yeah, can come and so and see like
3: yeah, so like some of the parts are being fabricated at TXRX. And also, kind of doing sort of like a uh, a little bit of a documentary of like the capabilities that TxRx has and then showcasing some of those um, some of the areas that it's been applied so for example watching a plasma cutter plasma cut something out right and then seeing it go into application and then watching the science museum thing like move is mm-hmm. going to be a few of the things so there will be some documentation mm-hmm. of what we're doing and also we have a room at flying carpet that's dedicated now that's the small office i don't know if you've seen that yet but uh the it. small office is full of uh everything for this project and so we're going to maybe do like a time lapse of assembling everything and do cool. some like real documentation so if you guys want to throw that up on your website sure
1: awesome that yeah. sounds great and I guess we're running really 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 long on time but <laughs> that's totally cool um, so Kelly do you want to
3: sign us out oh yeah that was uh, that was a Macrofab Engineering Podcast we are your guests Kelly O'Brien and Patrick Renner thank you for your time Thanks, and we guys. were your
2: host Stephen Craig and Parker Dillman take it easy guys adios later everyone